When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up? Welcome back to the Beast Mode Podcast. I don't know why I had to sing that. My name is Aaron Bees. You can call me hashtag Beast Mode. And I'm really excited to be recording this podcast. I feel like I've taken a little bit of a hiatus. I'm going to explain that here in just a few minutes. Um, I'm recording this on New Year's Eve. I've just finished my morning routine. I had an awesome meditation this morning. And I don't know, I just feel like I wanted to connect with you guys on the last year of this decade. The last year of this decade. Are y'all bugging out like I am? Because I cannot believe we are here. And typically what people do on New Year's Eve, you know, you reflect on the last year, you reflect on choices, decisions, relationships, those types of things and then you probably have some resolutions I'm not a fan of resolutions I'm not a fan of new year new you I'm a fan of new year better you I'm a fan of picking a couple things and working on those couple things and then picking another couple things and working on those couple things until you reach mastery in those areas so just to be clear I'm not a huge fan of feeling like I'm going to start over from scratch. Well, first of all, my friend, you were created in absolute perfection. You are a miracle walking around on this planet. And so for you to have the mindset that you have to start from scratch and start over already is not the best depiction of self-love, right? You are perfect as you are. So pick and choose just a couple things that you want to focus on and work on those things moving forward in the year instead of feeling like you have to start completely over because you don't. So that's why I'm not a huge fan of the new year, new you situation that a lot of people fall uh, prey to because you're good enough. But what habits can you focus on? Pick one or two, work from there, and then move forward. Okay? I don't know. I went off on a tangent. I want to talk to you about 2020. Because I will tell you personally, you guys know that I always keep it 100 here. I always give you the raw truth, and that will never change. 2020 has been the hardest year ever. Well, it really started in 2019, but 2020 has been a challenging year. And some of the things that I have learned, I'm recording this at 11.11, that's cool. Some of the things that I have learned include, but are not limited to, trusting myself and my intuition. That is such a hard lesson, you guys. Learning to be in tune with yourself 
so much that when an idea presents, you write it down or you investigate it or, or whatever. And when you, your gut is screaming at you that this person is not supposed to be around you, you shouldn't be with this person, you shouldn't be in this job, whatever that thing is, trusting your intuition and taking action. Oh, that's a hard lesson. Like, I feel like I had to take a deep breath there because this is a pattern that I have seen in my entire adult life. And I was always scared to take action. But this year, I took action when my intuition showed me that, hey, this is the way that you're supposed to go. And I just feel, I feel like that's a tough lesson. I also learned to protect my energy. I love humans. I love people. I love, I'm a lover. I, I want people to feel good. But at the same time, if you give access to everybody, what you're going to find is at the end of the day, you're going to be drained, which means you're starting from a deficit the next day and then another deficit and another deficit. And then you have an energetic crash where you lay in bed and you don't feel good. Maybe that's where symptoms of being sick show up. I know that when I was a kid and I would be that tapped out, this is where I would get fevers. I'm sure that that's not really any different as an adult, it just shows up in a different way. So I learned to protect my energy. And the way that I learned to protect my energy is by setting healthy boundaries. And it's not a strict like schedule, like, oh, I put my phone down at 8 p.m. or whatever, although there are days that I do that. What it is, what that means is putting myself first. And if something doesn't feel good, I set up a boundary. If my intuition is screaming at me, I set up a boundary. And there's no going back. You can't set up a boundary for today. Maybe it's a relationship boundary. Hey, I don't like how this person makes me feel. They're constantly trying to like one-up me or they're, they're negative or whatever that thing is. You can't set up a boundary for one day or two days and then remove the boundary. That, that's not how this works. A boundary is you taking yourself and, and respecting yourself enough to understand that there needs to be a barrier between that person and you. The other boundary that I learned to, to set as far as protecting my energy is not everything needs to be treated like it's an emergency. In the past, I would seek validation by being the one that was always there. Good old dependable Aaron. Oh, you have a question about your business? Let me help you. Oh, you know, you need some help? Let me be the first one to jump in. And that's called people pleasing. And people pleasing is, I can talk about that for days, but we're not going to do that here. Um, it is just a form of you needing validation because you don't feel like you're good enough. Ooh, that stings. I know that that stings. You are good enough and you should be protecting your energy. And if you're anything like me, I had to learn to not always be accessible and that that's okay because I enjoy time with my family. I enjoy quiet time. I enjoy my spiritual practice. I enjoy playing basketball. And if I don't set up healthy boundaries, I'm not going to enjoy any of those things because I constantly will feel like I'm behind or I'm constantly serving other people. Well, sometimes you've got to serve it up for yourself. And that is how you protect your energy through boundaries. That was one of the toughest lessons that I learned this year. And when I say one of the toughest lessons, it doesn't mean that I'm a master. It just means that I've taken steps to be aware and to put systems in place to help me with these areas. I'm not an expert. I'm just like you guys. 
I'm just sharing all of this growth in my journey on this platform. So I hope that you guys are getting value out of it. And by the way, if you are, screenshot this, tag me in your stories, okay? Um, okay, so another lesson that I learned this year in this super challenging year is I learned to say no. I learned to just say no as a complete sentence. I'm gonna pause there for a second because I know some of you are like, what, that is so simple, it is. It is, but how many of us, we say no to something and we feel like we, we owe it to that person to explain why we said no. I learned to say no thank you without feeling like I needed to explain why. No thank you, I don't, I, I don't wanna be here. I don't wanna be around this person. I don't wanna feel this energy. You know, and no, saying no thank you is not always a verbal thing. Sometimes it's a, I'm just going to kind of step over here. I'm not going to, this doesn't feel right. I'm going to go this direction. You don't need to explain yourself to everybody. If it's a no, it's a no. And that's enough, right? I learned the importance of rest. You guys are going to hear me talk about the rest prepares you for the rumble. There is this culture of personal value based upon productivity, especially in my industry. And I'm here to tell you that the periods of rest are where I have learned some of the biggest lessons about myself through my intuition or my spiritual practice. They, that stillness is what has guided me to the rumble. And this might sound crazy because especially if you're in network marketing like I am, there is so much taboo around the topic of rest. Meaning, oh, well, she's been kind of quiet. I haven't seen her post about her product or service or, you know, I'm, I'm looking at her numbers in the back office and it's pretty clear that she's going to join another company or, or something like that. No, sometimes there is a period in network marketing, and I'm going to do another podcast on this because I have some things to say about it. But every so often in network marketing, you are going to face a rebuilding phase where you have a choice. You can go within and embrace the stillness and embrace the rest so that you can find the answers to move you forward in the rumble or you can go into hyperdrive refuse to listen to your intuition and your spiritual guide and all of the things that are pointing you like hey i need you to pause for a minute when you go into hyperdrive it's because of the fear so my biggest lesson well this probably is the biggest lesson of all of them honestly is to embrace the rest you're not behind when you decide to take a rest you're not, you know, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. No, you're taking a rest so that you can prepare for the rumble. The rest, in my opinion, is more important than the rumble. And especially these last three or four months, there has been a lot of quiet. There has been a lot of uncomfortable dealing with fears, dealing with limiting beliefs, dealing with patterns that I had no idea were a thing 
dealing with traumas and all of those things that I didn't even think were traumas in my life. And if I hadn't been brave enough to embrace the pause for a second, I would not be where I am today. And it has nothing to do yet with what the back office is showing. It has everything to do with the journey and my growth and how I'm choosing to lead and how I want to live my life and the balance that we all create. But you've got to learn to embrace that pause. I learned through that pause what my spiritual journey looks like. What do I believe? How do I feel? How do I want to be guided? If I hadn't paused, I wouldn't have discovered all of that. I learned patterns in myself. For example, yes, I am still keto. However, I also am going to enjoy some ramen noodles when I feel like I want to enjoy some ramen noodles without feeling guilty and beating myself up and telling myself, oh, I'm going to start over tomorrow. Listen, that's called diet culture. When you feel like you have to have a vigorous workout to quote unquote earn your carbs, that is a problem. That is the same kind of mindset as new year, new you. There's nothing wrong with you. You wanted to enjoy some carbs. You wanted to have a drink on New Year's Eve. You wanted to do some of these things. There's nothing wrong with that. But the mindset behind that where you have to have everything, you know, in order and everything is super strict is not how life is meant to be lived. Because what happens is people break People have this, I am a failure, I'm going to dive off the deep end, I'm going to binge, I'm going to do all of these things, and then I'm going to be right back where I started, feeling like a complete failure, self-love goes out the window, things go absolutely bananas, and then a new year comes and you're like, okay, new year, new me. If you want to have the cookie, have a cookie. Don't have 25 cookies, but have a cookie. Enjoy it. Make it a choice if that's what you want. So for me, that was a massive pattern. I felt like the only way I could be successful in my business is by doing some kind of a challenge or doing something that was extreme that caused a transformation in my body. And I'm here to tell you, you can be successful in your business despite how your body looks, especially if you're in health and wellness, if you are on the journey to finding balance in your health and wellness business, that is a beautiful thing that people are going to absolutely relate to. So I hope that that, I hope you guys feel my heart on that. Do I still eat mostly keto? Yes. Do I still fast? Yes. Do I still move my body every day? Most days? Yes. But this extreme is no longer, no longer. I just, no. Mm -mm. So that was one of the big things that I learned in 2020. Um, I learned my way. And that was really, really hard. Because what did that mean? That meant that I had to step away from a lot of relationships. That meant that I had to step away. And it's nothing, it's nothing personal. It's just... Nope, I am going to trust my gut here and go with what I feel like is my path. And not everybody is going to get that. 
And I've done previous podcasts on there's people that are meant to be in your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. And the reason that we sit in fear or don't make the decisions that we know we need to make, in my opinion, is because we think that somebody that's supposed to be in our life for a season is somebody that we think they're supposed to be a lifetime person. But they're really not. They're a season or they're in, in your life for a reason. And sometimes that reason is to show you what you don't want your life to look like or what kind of relationship you don't want or what kind of career that you don't want or any of those things. Sometimes you've just got to be strong enough to say, I don't like this. I don't know what my path looks like, but I'm going to be brave enough to trust my intuition and say, I'm going to go over here. I learned my way. I have a very clear vision of where I'm going and it's unlike anybody else's path. And that's the beauty in all of this. And if I wasn't brave enough to step away, if I wasn't brave enough to sit in that silence, if I wasn't brave enough to sit in the unknown, if I wasn't brave enough to say, I don't know what's happening, but I also know that I can't sit here anymore. I can't sit here anymore and take the steps to move forward after sitting in that silence. I wouldn't feel the way that I do today. And for that, I'm really grateful. I'm really, really grateful. But you guys, 2020 really sucked. It was hard on so many levels. So many levels. And I know you have had massive struggles. And if you have been impacted by COVID in any way, please know that I am surrounding you with love and light along with your family thank you if you're a frontline worker thank you if you're somebody you know that is that is working on getting all of this figured out this has been a really really hard year and ultimately I'm sharing my truths and my hard things from 2020 in the hopes that you realize you're not alone in this journey that it's not just you going through it I don't want you guys to kind of go into this new year feeling like a failure, feeling like you're alone because you're not. All of us went through lots of hard things in 2020. And I'm going to leave you guys with this. I strongly believe when we face hard things, it's because we are meant to teach on that very thing. This, when I say teach, I mean, you could share this with a friend, share your story with a friend that you, um, haven't really shared some of the stuff that you've been struggling with or a coworker, or a neighbor or somebody that you're like, Oh, that's why I went through this because I was supposed to have this conversation with this person. Teaching isn't on like a stage necessarily. Teaching is in a one-on-one conversation in a message on social media. When you go through hard things, it's because you're meant to share. You're meant to help people. You were given this hard thing. And I know that none of us think hard stuff is a gift. It, Down the road, you will see it as a gift. I know that I will see 2020, especially in my business, my personal journey, my spiritual journey, my relationships. It was like this massive upheaving of, nope, this is not where you're supposed to be. This is where you're supposed to be. But I'm not going to show you. You're going to sit in quiet. You're going to meditate. And, you know, the truth will be revealed to you shortly. Some of that I do have, I have figured out. And the other parts haven't been revealed, but I'm stepping into that blind faith. And I wouldn't have been comfortable doing that 
I don't want comfortable is not even the right word. I wouldn't have been brave enough to do that if I hadn't understood that hard stuff is given to me because I'm meant to share. Because I think energetically we are all connected in some way, shape, or form. And if if you see people on social media and you're like, there's something about this person, I don't know. It's probably because they're on a similar journey as you are and they're a couple steps ahead of you. So when they say something and it resonates because they're just a couple steps ahead of you. So my, my hope for you guys, my wish for you guys, my intention for your 2021 is that you see the hard things from 2020 as an opportunity to serve other people. That you see the community around that. That you feel brave enough to face that stillness. That you feel brave enough to say no without having to explain yourself. That you trust your intuition. That you trust yourself. That you fill yourself with self-love and say beautiful things to your soul every single day. That you set healthy boundaries. And that you learn to protect your energy. Not everybody needs to have access to you all the time. That you rest before the rumble in your life. And that you find your way in your spiritual journey. So if you got value out of this, if you felt my heart, I hope you guys did. I know this is kind of a little bit of a different, maybe it's a different podcast, I don't know. But... I just want that for you guys. And if you got value, please share this out. Leave me a review um, on iTunes and send it to a friend. Send it to a friend. This is me just sharing my journey, sharing my heart, hoping that, that if I'm a couple steps ahead of you, that you find the will to say, if Aaron did it, I can do it. Because I believe that you can do this. So my name is Aaron Bees. You can call me hashtag beast mode. I love you guys so, so, so much. Let's get connected on social media and I'll see you on the next podcast. Happy New Year, everybody. Let's make 2021 a beautiful year of self-love, trusting our intuition and finding our community. Bye, friends. Mm -hmm.